Divine Mercy Sunday. Beautiful feast day. This feast that our Lord requested through St. Faustina and St. John Paul II, who is an amazing and deep lover of this devotion of Divine Mercy. He instituted this feast in 2001, and he passed away on the vigil of Divine Mercy sort of like a, a reward for his love and commitment to this devotion. Let's ask ourselves, why did our Lord, when he asked St. Faustina for this feast day, why did he want this one? Second Sunday of Easter. It's this gospel reading. Do you notice? It says here, Peace be with you, Jesus said to them. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. So this is the institution of the sacrament of confession. This is the moment when our Lord gave us that sacrament, the beautiful sacrament of reconciliation. And that's why we, we, we read this gospel every second Sunday of Easter. And that's why... This feast is here because the feast of mercy is that feast of the sacrament of confession in many ways. So peace and forgiveness are the great gifts of divine mercy. And until we receive forgiveness, we really can't have peace. It's very interesting. I think the disciples understood this really well because there they were gathered in the upper room and our Lord appears to them. They knew that during Holy Week, they didn't exactly cover themselves in glory during our Lord's Passion. Judas betrayed him. Peter denied him. All the other disciples ran away. So when our Lord appears to them for the first time, what might they be expecting? Maybe they're expecting some kind of punishment, some harsh words, Now, where were you? We know how we are when we have some issue with a person, right? We let them know about it. Our Lord, what does he give them when he arrives there? The first time in the upper room. Peace. Peace be with you. I hope you've all had that experience, that peace of that peace that comes from divine mercy. I think all of us, at one time or another, can think of that moment when we had a confession that really touched our soul, where we really felt God's forgiveness come to to us. And it's, it's something when that happens to you. It's like you leave the confessional and the laws of gravity no longer apply to you. You're kind of like a lighter You're kind of up there in the air a little bit, right? Relieved. At peace. At peace. Pope Francis himself had a beautiful, beautiful testimony about this and talking about his vocation. That 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 type of confession was the moment he really understood that God called him to the priesthood. He was 17. He said said that in that confession, something very rare happened to me. It was the surprise, the astonishment of an encounter. I realized that God was waiting for me. 
God awaiting for him. It's, it's part of his divine providence, part of his love. And he's wanting to share that peace with us. Divine mercy is such a beautiful devotion, right? That beautiful picture. Here we have a statue version of divine mercy. I remember when I was a kid on my Schwinn bicycle, I had this little light on it on the front so I could get around at night, right? Back then we didn't have cars as much. I pasted a picture of divine mercy right on the thing there, so I, my light. So it kept me going, that light coming from Jesus' heart, that power. I'd just like to reflect for a minute or two here on three qualities of divine mercy. Three beautiful qualities. And I think that helps us to understand what it is that's coming into our life, what's being offered to us. And the first I want to think about is divine mercy is a gift. A gift. It isn't a reward. If it were a reward, what would it be? It'd be justice. It'd be something we deserve. (laughs) No, it's not a reward. It's a gift. We see that throughout the Gospels. How about the story of the good thief? Isn't that an example of divine mercy? Now, he didn't have exactly the best track record. Look where he wound up. He was there on the cross. What did he do? He stole people's stuff. Yeah, a thief, a robber. Okay. And what does he do? He just sees Jesus on the cross and he sees Jesus bleeding. He sees people insulting him. And somehow, something clicks in his soul. Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He didn't even ask for mercy. He asked just for a memory of him. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus, what amazing generosity. Today you will be with me in paradise. That's a gift. That's a gift. He has to be remembered And Jesus tells, come with me. Come with me to heaven. Wow. Bishop Sheen said he was called the good thief because he stole heaven. Okay? That's the thing you want to get. Jesus shows that the quality of mercy, divine mercy, is a gift. Another quality, divine mercy is active. It doesn't wait passively. For us to come to them, to come to God, God is out in search of us with wanting to share his mercy. He goes out in search of the sinner. Plenty of images of that in the, in the gospel. The good shepherd, the good shepherd going out, looking for the sheep. The woman sweeping the house, feverishly looking for that lost coin. Those were images that Jesus used to evoke that that God is looking for us. God has, it's like our Lord has an appointment book. You know, there's a meeting time he wants with each one of us. And sometimes, you know, we feel that restlessness in ourselves. Okay? We feel like there's a little separation between us and God. You know what? I think that's I think that's the Holy Spirit kind of stirring us up. Okay, so that we'll be open to the divine mercy that's seeking us out. 
that we'll embrace it when it comes to us. And just like the prodigal son coming over the hill and seeing his father there, running to him and embracing him, we can experience that divine mercy. And finally, I want to think about divine mercy as being recreative. Recreative. You know when your computer goes haywire, what do you do? You got to hit the reset button, right? You got to start over. And divine mercy is like that. It's like a big reset. It recreates us. It gives us a new beginning. And one image that helps me to think about this and reminds me of this is I remember my dad, my mom, and I, we were wandering through in the streets of Rome when I was a student there back in 91. And I didn't know where anything was. But the great thing about Rome is wherever you go, there's something interesting to see. And there was this little church there. My mom and dad just loved to go visit churches. And what we took, ah, let's, there's one, let's go look in there. We went there back in the back of the church and take the little coin, you put it in the slot, you can turn the dial and you get the light on the big artistic work there in the back of the church. Caravaggio's The Call of St. Matthew. Wow. In the church St. Louis of France. And that painting is so amazing because it really shows how mercy recreates us. It gives us a new beginning. Because you have St. Matthew in the middle of the painting, tax collector, surrounded by guys, and they're all with their money-grubbing hands just counting all the taxes that are rolling in and thinking what a great way it's going to be to waste taxpayers' money. And there they are. And Jesus is walking in the room and he's pointing at St. Matthew. You! I want you! St. Matthew's looking, who, me? (laughs) Yeah, you! And you know what's really interesting? If you look at our Lord's hand, Jesus' hand is pointing to St. Matthew, it's just like the hand of God the Father pointing to Adam in the creation of Adam in the Sistine Chapel. You know that famous look of God the Father reaching out to Adam? A moment of a new creation. Matthew's being created anew because mercy is giving him the reset, giving him another chance. And that is the beautiful thing about God. He's always giving us new opportunities. New opportunities. So, we can never just be stuck. We can never think, hey, I'm beyond, I'm beyond the pale. No. God wants to recreate us. God wants to give us his mercy. And God wants us to be his ambassadors of divine mercy. Because his mercy is an invitation to do likewise. Our Father who art in heaven, we pray that our trespasses will be forgiven as we forgive those who have offended us. That's what our Lord wants. He wants that mercy that he shares with us to be like a resonating domino effect in our lives where we're sharing it with others. So let's ask our Lord to help us today to very much appreciate and be thankful for 
the gift of his mercy in our lives. Let's ask him, help us, help us to share that mercy with all those in our lives.